You think you know everything about sales. You've heard all the presentations and everybody talks about pain and objections. Well, what if I told you that that's completely the wrong way to approach a sales conversation? Curious? You'll need to listen to the rest of the show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about sales, but we're going to break down some of the assumptions and some of the rules that you've been working on. And to do that, I've invited Chandler Walker to join me. He started his entrepreneurial journey after graduating with a degree in biochemistry and forgoing a medical pathway to pursue a brick and mortar wellness facility. He pivoted his wellness practice to an online practice actually before COVID lockdown started. Good planning, Chandler. And today he has scaled both businesses to seven figure levels. Chandler, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here and excited to talk about the mysteries and the intricacies and flip the world of sales upside down so we can help people walk away with a new adventure or a new way of thinking. Awesome. Okay, so let's start with this first one because I've heard this and heard this and I've practiced it, looking for pain. And that's where the sales conversation needs to be. But you think it's an incomplete strategy. Why? Yeah, that's a good question. And so when you look at typical sales training, they say, well, find the pain, just stick them with the knife and then turn the knife a little. If they cry, they buy. But the problem behind most of that is if you get someone into a complete like disastrous mess and they're crying and all that, they're going to make a decision that wasn't the right decision for them. And guess what? You're going to get refund requests. So for us, the goal isn't just to stab at you and find the pain. The goal is to do what we call becoming a cognitive listener. And what that means is being able to identify the pain and understand where the pain exists, but then looking into the past and looking at triggers and associated issues that have manifested along the way that are preventing someone from being successful long term. So what we do is we shift the paradigm from what they think the short term pain is and reframe and refocus the mind into what the long term issue is and why they haven't been successful. Successful. And so when people have failed repeatedly multiple times, this allows us to show them why. And this completely changes the way they think about what they're doing and what they're pursuing. So it's really not that, oh, your leg hurts today, but it's because you've been walking incorrectly for five years kind of thing. And it's really getting back to the root a little bit. But also what I'm hearing is that you're not, you're not creating a sales conversation where they're trying to escape the pain. So how do you kind of shift that dynamic? Because I think a lot of people, when they're in a buying situation, almost expect to be put in that pain paradigm. Exactly. And when they don't get put in that paradigm and and you follow this process and shift their mindset, it kind of knocks them back a little. And so what we want to think about is it's not about getting someone into a place of pain so they'll buy. It's getting someone to recognize that they're not going to solve this long term, that what they're doing is, quote unquote, a hopeless strategy. So, for example, let's talk about weight loss. I can't lose weight. Well, why can't you lose weight? I've tried every diet under the sun. Okay, well, how how long have you tried diets? Since I was a kid. Well, okay, talk to me about what, what life was like as a kid. Oh, well, I had to eat my whole plate. Okay, I now know the big problem. You had to eat your whole plate as a kid. So now as an adult, you have triggers that force you to overeat and eat your whole plate. So diets are never going to solve your problem. You may have a problem that's completely unsolvable. And so now it shifts the mind from I need a diet to 
I have no idea what to do, but I know I'm doomed. And it, it might sound doom and gloom, but we need people to recognize the severity of the situation to help them make the decision to make a change. The decision isn't on me telling them. I never tell anybody to buy. I will fight them to buy. But the decision needs to be on them. They need to see it and feel it from within their heart and soul. So at the end of it, it's not a battle. It's not about objections. It's about a yes or no decision. Okay, you touched on something else there. It's not about objections. If you're not addressing people's objections or addressing their concerns, again, how do you move them how do you move them to that next step? That's a good question. And so this is our concept we call becoming a a focused listener or becoming a challenging leader. And if you're going to become a challenging leader, you can't be afraid of the process of asking questions and hard questions. And so most people wait till the end of the phone call to ask about finances, to talk about spouse, or they'll do some at the beginning. Are you the one who needs to make a decision today? Yep. Okay. So you can make a decision. Yep. Then at the end of the call, I can't make a decision today, but at the beginning you told me it doesn't work that way. People are, they're going to flip flop because they don't want to be part of what you're doing. So what we do is we shift anything that could become an objection and we challenge them on it in discovery. We uncover full finances. I understand people's, how much they make, what they bring home at the end of the month, what after bills, what their credit situation looks like. We talk about spouse in discovery, but from a different perspective, we talk about it as an alignment perspective. So it's not about you need to make a decision with your spouse. Do you need permission to make decisions? Because I'm a big, strong sales guy. It's about, are you in alignment with your spouse? Does your spouse even know what you're doing? In the past, when you've tried stuff, has your spouse been so supportive or are they kind of oblivious? Because if they're not aware, then, well, you're going to fail. Not because they don't love you, not because they don't want you to be successful, but because they have no idea. And if they have no idea, well, they can't support you. And so we need to understand how to talk about spouse and alignment, how to uncover finances, and how to get through basically everything that could be an objection in the discovery phase of the call and challenge them on it. So when we get to the end, we already know finances. We already know the spousal situation. And we already know everything about them. So there's nothing really left to object about. You know, that's really interesting. As you're talking about that, I can... Obviously, it works in your industry, but I can totally see it in other industries as well. You already know as a business owner where things are going to break down. You know once you bring a customer on where, where you're going to run into roadblocks. And using this model that you've described to get those issues out on the table, I can see that working not just in the sales process, but also improving onboarding and long-term relationships with clients. Exactly. And that's our philosophy. It's We don't just make the sale. We're challenging someone to see if they're going to be a good client. If we can't have hard conversations in the sales process, well, we're not going to have hard conversations when they're a client. They're going to become a difficult client. So the art of the challenging leader teaches you not only to be a good salesperson, but it teaches you to be an effective leader and a caring and loving leader who can guide someone to be successful in their business. Okay, so other tips if somebody is really interested in turning everything upside down and really taking this new approach to sales, anything else I should keep in mind as I'm coming into those sales conversations? Yeah, three biggest tips. Number one, become a cognitive listener. Go past the pain, find, connect the dots, find the triggers, figure out what the big problem is. Number two, become a challenging leader 
challenge people compassionately and appropriately when they say things that don't make sense or challenge them in discovery to uncover objections before they become a problem. And then the last thing is detach yourself from the need to sell. Go into the conversation with the need and the model of serving. Go in the need, go into the conversation without need because if you don't need, they're going to want it more. If you need it, they're going to want it less. I think those are three great points and you've talked about the first two, but let's dive in a little bit more on that. Going into the sale without the need to sell. You're a business owner. You know you've got operating expenses. You have salaries to pay. You've got your own personal bills. How do you look across the table from a prospective customer and keep that need to sell under control? Yeah, that's a good question. So one exercise we do at the beginning of, of our process is teaching people how to remove need from the process before it starts. So we start imagining the emotions coming up, the bills, we, we allow them to pass by, we, we watch them flow away like leaves on a stream. Uh, but the big thing you have to think about in this situation is if you come into the process with need, if you're a needy salesperson, that comes off as commission breath. And guess what? When you have commission breath, you make less sales. So when you need it, you make less. But when you don't need it, you make more. It's sort of the law of people and the way they work and human behavior. If I come in and I'm like, oh, what, 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 what can we do to get you to buy today? Someone's going to say, well, nothing. I'm leaving. But when I get to the end of my call and I say, that's all I got for you today. What do you want to do from here? And they say, can, can I buy this thing? That depends. Do you think you really need it? Now they're leaning in. They want it more. They really want this thing because I'm fighting them to not buy it. And that's what gives you the power in the conversation. And that's what gives you the power in the process because you disconnect from the idea and the thought that you're a salesperson and connect into the idea and the thought that you're a leader and somebody worth following and somebody worth being part of their ecosystem. Fantastic. Chandler, this has been great. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Hopefully we gave you some nuggets of value and got you some information to help you along your way. Well, we are going to have a link to your ninestep.cultureofcare.life website. And we're going to encourage folks, if you want to learn more about flipping your sales process, definitely check out Chandler's website and learn a little bit more. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it's our entire sales process mapped out. It's a free nine-step framework on everything we do and how we do it. So it, it's at available free at ninestep.cultureofcare.life. And I basically give everything away because people want help anyway. Awesome. Thanks again. And if you're looking for other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words.